0: I find it interesting that you refer to them as your kids, they call you mom, and yet you still Nacho.
1: Mm -hmm. I have to. I have to for my sanity. I have to for my relationship.
2: You're listening to the Nacho Kids Podcast, where we discuss all things step family related. Real stories, real people, real help. Your hosts are the creators of the Nacho Kids Method and the Nacho Kids Academy Step Family Coaching Team, Lori and David Sims.
0: We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas.
3: I'm not singing. Why? Are you Grinching? I'm not Grinching. I'm just not singing. I love the Grinch. I'm looking at that mistletoe over your head.
0: Stop, David. Y'all, he has hung up mistletoe in every doorway in the house. Stop. Pervert. (laughs) What do you mean pervert? (laughs) So, today is Christmas. We hope that you have a very, very wonderful day. For those of you that don't celebrate Christmas, we still hope you have a wonderful day.
3: Yeah, this is the day of the year that I get to find out what I got, Lori. And I've really been slacking y'all. I haven't bought myself but one thing. Why does Amazon boxes show up on our steps every single day?
0: Because I'm buying stuff for the dog. Seriously? Yeah, she gets Christmas too. All
3: right, so so. (laughs) after we get done with the whole holiday Christmas thing... We also have the New Year's right right behind it. Yes, that's and, what happens. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of happen that way. Every year it happens that way. It's kind of weird.
0: but It's not weird. <laughs> it's
3: the calendar. <laughs> I'm wondering, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more, maybe the next episode, but I'm wondering if people are starting to look at what is my blended family going to look like in 2021? Like they're having these family goals. Well, hopefully, if they're in the Academy, they're like, man, we're going to rock it next year. I know. I, I hope people do. Yeah. But, but maybe we should do an episode that's about that, or or at least an intro that's about, you know, what are some good goals to set for your family? Because some people do personal goals. Some people do business goals. What about like an actual blended family goals?
0: Hmm, that's funny because one of your kids the other day was on the video call with another one of the kids here. They came home to visit for Christmas, and he's like, Lori, what are your goals for the new year? (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, what? I'm like, oh, my gosh, he put me on the spot. So I told him that me and the dog were going to lose weight, and then the dog started huffing and puffing, and she didn't like that.
3: Yeah, you shouldn't be speaking for her.
0: Yeah, well, she speaks enough to everybody. (laughs) But, yeah, that's a good idea. So I'm making a note of that, David. Okay. Goals to set for your blended family. Don't go to jail would be one of them. (laughs) All right, so that'll be next week on our intro. Okay. Okay. You want to get to getting and start talking about this person?
3: Sure. Throw it out there.
0: Why you sound so mean?
3: Yes. it gets love, grumpy, y'all. I'd love to hear about this person. Okay. Of which you speak.
0: Okay. This lady's name is Mallory. Hey, Mallory. She's been blending for three and a half years. Hmm. Stepson twelve, stepdaughter nine, and stepdaughter seven. Okay. She is a childless stepmom, but she's going through fertility to try to have an hour's baby. Okay. Her stepkids call her mom, and she calls them her kids.
3: I thought you was going to say Hercules.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She helps parent, but if things get too much, she hands it over to dad. Well, at least she knows where to draw the line. Exactly. When her head starts to spin like the exorcist, that first (laughs) Tenth of a rotation. She's like, it's up to you, Bob. There you go. I don't know if Bob's his name or not. (laughs) But she nachos the bio mom
3: all the time. Yeah. And you should. Yes. Well, some people should.
0: She feels that the bio mom invades on their time. Mm -hmm. And I believe, if I remember correctly, because I did record this a little while ago, I pointed out to her that... When she has a child, she may change her views a little bit. (laughs) Because the overbearing bio mom may be a little more relatable to her when she has a sweet baby of her own. Mm -hmm. Because it's easy to say, whoa, woman, this is our time.
3: That's right. These are my kids when they hear.
0: Well, with all due respect, stepmom, it's not your time. (laughs) It's the bio parent's time. Right. Now. Some of them may truly be invasive. Some of them may just want to check on their kid. Mm-hmm. So we're going to touch base with Mallory again later.
3: See how things are going.
0: See how things are going. Okay. Sounds like a plan. One of the many interesting things of this conversation is her hubby wants a prenup regarding the baby they may have together. Mm, how's that work? Like if they split, there will be 50-50. No court case, no... Hmm. issues, just I want a prenup that says if we have a baby together, then we get 50-50.
3: Okay. Initially, I would say he just went through a divorce, and he's probably going, I don't want to do this again. Right. But then I would always also say you are planning to fail right out of the gate. Right. I can see that. So interesting. I don't know which way I'd go with that.
0: Well, but think about prenups in general.
3: Well, Yeah. You're, but it's you're planning to fail right out of the gate. You're it, not
0: planning to fail. You're taking
3: precautions. Yeah,
0: but you're planting the seed that it may not
3: work. Mm-hmm. Well, typically, not that I know that much about prenups. We didn't do one. Usually, if you're trying to protect assets. You're not doing custody arrangements. I wonder if it even if it even stick. I don't know. I bet you it won't. I bet you won't either. I'm betting though that her initial response to that was probably different than what he expected.
0: Well, here's the thing is I know in some states, like if you and I had a baby and we got divorced, then I could say, no, he doesn't need to pay me child support and we'll just do
3: Mm 50-50.
0: The judge can say, no, he's paying her child support. Mm -hmm. She can pay it back to him if she wants to. That's her choice. But he will be on record as paying her such and such a month.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I don't think a prenup will work. If it did, then that might be a, you know.
0: This is a little off topic, but it's a little similar. That's why it popped in my head. Someone said in our Facebook group that their will or their significant other's will states that he wants her to have the kids if something happens to him.
3: Yeah, that won't work either.
0: Well, well, hang on. When I did my will years and years ago, I asked the attorney. Mm -hmm. His response was it would be taken into consideration, but this person would have to go to court to fight for custody of my kid. Right. So if I said, Mary Joe, I want to marry Joe to raise Jackson if I died, then Mary Jo would have to get an attorney, go to court, and fight for custody or for my custody mm-hmm. part of my child. Right. So she could fight for full custody or part custody or whatever. Right. And that some judges have been known to take a will – as the parents request.
3: Okay, but it's not as simple as going. Oh, it's in the wheel, so what's no, going to happen? No,
0: right? Oh, even a wheel ain't that simple.
3: <laughs> but anyway, y'all know I get off
0: on my tangents.
3: Yeah, it's it's interesting though. One thing I do like about the prenup idea though is that you're you're making decisions about something before you hate each other.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I can see that too.
3: But yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I think he must have went through like a terrible, terrible divorce, and he just like, I, I, mm-mm, no. Well,
0: here's the thing, is they get the kids based off of their work schedule. mm mm-hmm. So if you had a prenup that said 50-50, then they're not going to say based off your work schedule. They're going to say 50-50, mm-hmm. which means that if you work three nights during the week, you're going to have to find care for your kid or not get them. Right. So it's not that
3: simple. Nothing is that simple in a blended family. Right. In life in general. <laughs> Alright, so let's get to listening. Alright, let's do it. But first a word about the Nacho Kids Academy.
2: There is a way to save your sanity and your relationship, and it's called the Nacho Kids Academy. In the Nacho Kids Academy, you will learn the skills and knowledge to properly nacho, techniques to handle stepfamily challenges, ways to improve your communication, and much, much more. Visit Nachokidsacademy.com and sign up today to join other step-parents who are seeing the life-changing benefits of nachoing. Again, that's Nachokidsacademy.com.
0: Today, we have stepmom Mallory. Hey, Mallory, how are you? I'm good.
1: How are you doing?
0: Doing well. So how long have you been blending?
1: About three and a half years. We've been together almost four years. So about six months into our relationship where I met the kids and started blending that way. Okay.
0: And how many stepkids do you have?
1: I have three. I have a stepson who's 12. I have um, a stepdaughter who's nine and a stepdaughter who's seven.
0: Okay. Do they all have the same bio
1: mom? They do. It's his ex-wife. They were together for quite a long time, so it's been a little transition for a while. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. And how
0: often do you have them?
1: We get 50% of the time. So based on our work schedule, both my husband and I have the same work schedule as far as days off. So we get them Sunday mornings and then at Sunday night, if we work Wednesday morning, she'll pick them up or we'll drop them off from school on Wednesday. Like this Wednesday, we'll be dropping them off at school and she'll pick them up from school.
0: Okay. So is she pretty flexible with you with the schedule?
1: She wasn't at first, and then through a lot of court time and mediation time, she has become a little bit more, as of actually yesterday, it's become a little bit more rigid. So I believe she's going back to whatever the court documents say. That's pretty much how we're going to have to go back to things, just as of last night. So it's sad, but she was working with him really, really well as of for the last three months.
0: What does the court document say?
1: That we, as far as my stepson's phone, um, she pays for the phone bill and he has the phone. He, she has a Life 360 kind of thing on it where she can ping his phone. Mm -hmm. So she is very interested in every place we go. They were with grandma last night and she does not get along. It is her mother. She does not get along with her. So it is a um, ongoing situation where we don't believe we should keep them away from her. She has not done anything to put them in danger or hurt them. So and my husband, um, his mom passed away a while ago, and he had a similar situation with one of his siblings. His mom was very hurt and disappointed, and he was like, I'm not going to put another parent through that. So he believes that they should get time with their grandma, which, you know what? It's her mom. They're very much alike, <laughs> but I I don't really mind her so much. She's nothing but uh, polite to me and respectful. So, you know, I, I have no problems with that. Bio mom does not approve of us letting her, but again, it's our parenting time. So she can't really stop that. We get, I mean, Monday and Tuesday they go to school. So we pick them up, we drop them off. And then it was like the court documents stated like Saturday nights. Well, my husband doesn't get off till like nine or 10 o'clock at night sometimes on Saturdays. So we switched it to Sunday mornings and then she pushed it back to later on Sunday mornings. So it's a flexible. Kind of thing. And then now it's kind of, I think it's going to have to go back to like seven o'clock on Sunday mornings and she does this and she does that and we do what we're supposed to do according to the documents.
0: So if you go back to the original court documents based off of your work schedule, is he going to miss more time with his kids?
1: Yes, he will because it's Saturday nights and he can't pick them up Saturday nights and she doesn't want them picked up past like eight or nine because they have sleep and she makes excuses for quite a bit of it. And understanding that the kids do need their sleep and they, you know, it's a Saturday night. They're usually up at her house or ours a little bit later based on if it's a weekend or a holiday. I feel bad because he's always saying like, I I really just want to spend time with my kids. I really just want to spend time with the kids. And he doesn't get that opportunity all the time. I work, like I said, we had the same schedule off, but I do work a little bit more than he does just for the overtime. Christmas is coming up. I'm trying to crimp and save right now. So <laughs> it's really frustrating for him that like right now he'll be by himself while I'm at work until we pick up the kids around after lunch. It's sad for him, but he enjoys the time he gets with them.
0: So do you think that with her saying he can't get the kids on Saturday night because of his schedule, but do you think she's going to say, well, then you're not getting them at all?
1: I don't think she'd go that far. Um, my husband had went through a lot through the divorce with her and the custody bottle. And like I said, we've been together almost four years. They were divorced probably about two years after when we started dating. And even in that process, when she found out that we bought a house or she found out we got married or uh, we started, you know, like just little milestones in our relationship it set her off. So she would try to make things a little bit more more difficult for him but he would again correct the situation by saying, hey that's not what we planned that's not what we worked on that's not what we said we agreed to and she'd be like, okay well I don't really have a choice now like our wedding that was on her parenting time. And he had to remind her, like you know, he would ask like six months in advance, and then he reminded her three months and kind of gave her a countdown, you know, like hey, it's next week, don't forget. She was very reluctant, but the kids kind of convinced her, like hey, we need to go. They're, we're in the wedding, so they were they were able to make it. But it is just her outlook towards that. She made some derogatory comments to my sister in law about our wedding, and my husband didn't want to tell me until after the honeymoon, and I was like, no, this is what I'm walking in on. <laughs> (laughs) Like, this is what I'm coming home to. My, you know, it was just kind of a hot mess. And I was like, no, I can't do this. And it's been a torn moment because I feel bad for him because he wants the more time with his kids. But work says, you know, I have a schedule and, you know, just a bunch of things. And then she likes to play games when her relationship's not going good with her significant other, it becomes our problem.
0: Right. Yeah, you could always tell when the bio mom is having relationship issues because she becomes more high conflict conflict.
1: Oh, yes. And I think that started yesterday. Her mother, the grandmother that we were referring to, and she had asked me yesterday, hey, do you know if she broke up with her significant other? And I said, I have no idea. I don't keep track of that. She's very codependent. So she needs somebody. And when things don't go right with him, I just, oof. and it doesn't help that my youngest one, the seven year old, she happens to live in the neighborhood of my best friend and my husband's best friend. So we happened to see them Saturday when we were going to their house and my 7-year-old goes hi mom hi dad right in front of bio mom so mm-hmm. I don't think that helped the situation, but I mean, it was kind of funny. Like I was like, oh, they call me mom at home, but they don't call me mom around her. Right? They don't know how to act around with us in the same room. I don't really speak with her because it causes too much conflict in my marriage and it stresses me out. And so I'm like, which in turn is going to stress him out. So I got to let it go. I trust him to make the right decisions. And that whole situation, that's why I started looking for something to, okay, How how is this going to help me? me to help him to help us. Mm -hmm. And when I came across Nacho Kids, that's why I was like, I love this. I listened to the podcast and I listened to the, you know, I read what everybody was writing on Facebook and I was like, I love this. And my best friend, she's a step parent as well. So she will give me advice, but it's like, I feel like not one size doesn't fit all. And with that being said, I was like, you know what? I, I like your advice, but I feel like this makes more sense to me. Like, telling him, you know, hey, I trust you. And that at point, I didn't. I was listening to your last podcast and with the, the other mom, Aunt Hannah, and she had said I, she was over-involved. And I connected with that because I was like, I think that's how I was when I first started. Mm-hmm. And I have had to tell myself like, hey, pull back the reins, pull back the reins. It is not, it is not your problem. That is not your kids. <laughs> you know, those are not, that's not your issue. Right. And even with him, sometimes she'll send him a text and I'm like, do not read it to me. Do not read it to me because it will cause me to start thinking and it will start to cause me, hence yesterday's situation. And it was like, I have to breathe and say, I trust you. Make your good decisions. <laughs> Yeah. And it's hard to do. Yeah, it is. It's hard. (laughs) I'm very, I'm Hispanic. So I am involved and I am loud. And when I get upset, it becomes a very big issue. And right before we got married, it was kind of breaking point where it was, hey, either you trust me or you don't. And you don't trust me to make these decisions to help us because he will defend me. I've seen him say it, been on the phone with her or, you know, things that involve me and which shouldn't. And I've told him that, like, she doesn't need to involve me. You are the parent. Those are your kids. I said, I am here to help you. I'm here to love them. I'm here to love you. But I am not here to make sure she's content. That's not my goal.
0: Right. Exactly. So how do you and the stepkids get along?
1: Right now we're good. <laughs> right now we're good because I do tend to work a little bit more lately cuz the holidays are coming up. They're like, "Mom, we never see you." And I'm like, "I know. I'm sorry. I go in for 12-hour shifts. I'm a corrections officer. So I'll go in for 10 hours, 12 hours, and it'll probably be when they go to school, but um right now I'm just trying to find that happy medium because they are getting older. You know, my 12-year-old, all he likes to do is play Xbox. So I'm like, how am I supposed to connect with that? Because I don't play video games. I rarely, I watch my TV shows and, you know, I'm good and to sleep. (laughs) That's as much time as I get when I get home. They're asleep. But my nine-year-old and seven-year-old, like right now, uh, we just went and got our nails done last week. Their bio mom does not bring them to nail salons. So that's my thing with them. And they love it. They love it. We do nails, we, you know, do face masks. And I enjoy that time with them. My middle child, my husband actually just told me today that she's going to start therapy by wants to put her in therapy. And I'm okay with that. But I think my oldest needs it too. The oldest was there for more of the transition during the divorce, and he struggled with the little things here and there, and he's twelve, so he's becoming a teenager. He's learning that, you know, he can kind of play both sides, and that's been happening a little bit lately. Play Bio Mom, play my husband. and he does get. They do agree with the punishment lasting with both houses. It didn't used to be like that, but it is now. My nine year old, she has moments where if she likes me, it's mom. If she doesn't like me and I call her out on something or I say, hey, you know, that wasn't appropriate behavior or it is my house, you need to be respectful. I said, this is not just, you know, dad's house, it is in mine too. I said, you need to be respectful. And she doesn't like being corrected or told she's wrong. Well, she did this or it's her fault. I'm sh- she, I'm her when she's mad at me. Mm-hmm. My seven year old, uh, she was four, three or four when we started dating. So she has been around me a lot more. She wasn't going to school. So she would hang out with me and my husband. You know, she would hang, drive around, do errands with us, go grocery shopping with me. She knows how I am a little bit more. I can look at her when she gets an attitude with me and I can just look at her like, Excuse me, young lady, what are you doing? And she'll like, she'll just either burst into tears or go, I'm sorry. You know, you know I did it. Yeah. She doesn't really have a big old issue. Like I said, it's more my middle child. She's more of the struggling one with me. Sometimes it's hot and cold. I never know what I'm walking into with her.
0: Yeah. I find it interesting that you refer to them as your kids. They call you mom. And yet you still nacho. Mm
1: -hmm. I have to. I have to for my sanity. I have to for my relationship. I've always told my husband that our relationship is number one, because without our relationship being good, they're not going to have that stability. And I do call my kids. uh, It's a hit and miss thing. Sometimes when it's like referring to them, he, he gets very defensive. If I do have a sit down conversation with him and go, hey, this is what's going on with the kids. And he'll be like, well, you know, I'm like, but they are your kids. So you need to, you know, get it together. We need to come up with a plan. But I call them my kids because I feel like I have been in their lives long enough where I know how they are. I were married. I feel like I was okay with them calling me Mal for the rest of my life. With the rest of our relationship, the rest of their lives, I was okay with my first name being called Mal, you know, Mommy Mal, whatever they wanted to call me. And I told them that from day one. I said, whatever you feel comfortable with calling me, as long as it's respectful, I'm allowing it. And my husband, I guess, had a talk with them and was like, they expressed that him when you guys get married, we do want to call her mom. So I was like, okay. You know, I nacho for my sanity. I have to nacho her bio mom or their bio mom because she's very high conflict. And so she has tried to ruin our relationship before we're married, after we're married, you know, and it's a struggle. It really is a struggle that I think is the biggest. I want the kids to be happy. I want them to be content. And I, like I said, I'm a corrections officer. I am not raising children to be go into the system that I work in. My husband works in juvenile corrections. I work in adult corrections. I am not trying to have my children end up in that situation. And I think I'm a little bit more strict on them than he is. But again, that's how I was raised. My dad is a retired police officer. So I was raised a little bit more strict. So to me, I feel like I want to love them. I do not have my own children with him or any bio children in general. So these are my kids. These are the ones that I, I've raised. I have good manners, start at home, in my opinion. So I'm the one that teaches them, hey, you need to, you know, say please and thank you. You need to chew with your mouth closed. <sighs> that is a struggle right now.
0: <laughs> so you don't nacho the step kids, meaning you do parent them, but you nacho the bio mom.
1: I do a little bit of both. Like I nacho uh, bio mom because of my relationship and how I, you know, th- there's two capable parents. They are capable of working things out. He does use me like, Hey, do you want, can I get your opinion on this situation? Can I, get it on? I help parent, but there's times where it becomes a little too much for me. And I'm like, you know what? When they constantly want to call bio mom, on our time. And I'm like, you were told this time and that time, this is between these hours is the time you're allowed to call her. You need to get your shower done. You need to get this done. And to me, I feel like she likes to get into my household and run my house and that I'm not capable of running my own household. And to me, that's a little, you know, disrespectful to me. Like, I do my best to help my husband. Whatever my husband needs, that's where I, I step in. And as far as like the girls and stuff, he gets a little clustered, you know, like, Hey, I don't know what to do. This is a girl problem. This is a girl problem. What do I do? And so I'll be like, well, you know, let's talk about it. Let's go from there and figure out what we can do as far as not them in each individual child has their own little quirks. So my personality mixed with some of them, like my middle child is a little bit stronger. Like she comes on like, I don't like you. I don't ever like you. I'm never going to like you. So I have to notch some of the things she does say to me and Mm -hmm. go to my husband and go, Hey, this is what was said. I don't know what you want to do. This is what I would do, but I'm going to let you handle this one because I got to the point where I taped one of the outlets in my house because I had told the kids, hey, three or four, you know, million different times, three or four different ways. Hey, don't turn the light on unless you're in the hallway. You need it for the laundry or whatever. Maybe I said, if you're in the rooms, there's no reason for the light to be on. It was a constant thing. No one wanted to listen to me. Instead of going to my husband, usually we're very much on the same page. And I went and taped up the outlet and it was like, there, now everyone's going to listen to me around here. And my husband just looked at me like, have you lost your mind? (laughs) Have you lost your mind? And I was like, I might have. I may have lost my mind a little bit. But you know what? It solved the problem for me right then and there because I got tired of not being hurt. And that is a big issue for me is if I'm not hurt in my own house, like I feel, where do I fit in? Right. Where is my position in this house? Because they've got two capable parents. Yes, they're not together. Yes, my husband and I love each other and one together. But they don't see that we are together and that we are one. They will play us against each other. And I am not about having a, that kind of household.
0: Right. So you only nacho when things start getting to the point that you feel like you're going to flip out?
1: Mm -hmm. I I think that's the best way to do it for me. That is my opinion. I constantly with bio because I know that that's my tipping point because of the things she has done to me and my husband in the past, especially to me. I can't, I stopped going to pickups. I stopped going to drop-offs, phone calls. um, I use a parenting app. So anytime they use the parenting app and she gets a message from them, unless it involves the kids or and he needs an opinion on like going back to school, we sent one of our kids back to school, the other two are online. So it's a very like, hey, what's your opinion on that? Why? Why not? You know, kind of thing. But as far as anything that comes from her, I had a meltdown with that um, probably like a month ago. It was like a three-day fight because she brought my name up in her conversation where he thought she was being polite and I feel like she's being vindictive. So I let myself go on that one moment and it became a whole three-day fight.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So your husband has no issues with you disciplining the stepkids?
1: We don't believe in corporal punishment. So it's more of a timeout or I'll say, hey, go sit on your bed until I talk to dad or we'll talk about, you know, more or less, it's more grounding now. Like, hey, you don't get this electronic for X amount of hours or X amount of days because of this behavior. Same goes with like their tablets or their phones or something like that. I don't do it by myself. I will always run it by him and be like, hey, this was the behavior. This was what was asked of them. I don't know what you want to do. And usually he'll be the one to give him the punishment. I'll tell them most likely just go sit on your bed until dad gets home or until dad and I can talk. And usually that'll do it for them. But he doesn't have a problem with me telling them to do that. I had a problem with it in the beginning. Like, I feel like, you know, like the babysitter comes in and you tell them, you know, okay, well, you can put them in timeout if they're bad. And I was like, that's what I felt like at the beginning. Like, I'm not going to put them in timeout because I don't know them. I feel like the babysitter is. Mm-hmm. So, if I don't know that child like, like I, you know, now I do and I'm like, okay, this is behavior we're working on. This is the problem with that and this is the correction for that. And usually with we talk it out with them, they're a little bit more understanding of why we took the tablets away for a day. Like my two daughters were arguing both of them, they had share room. So I was in the other room and my husband had gone outside for a few minutes. I was upstairs getting ready for something. And all I heard was them bickering and arguing and fighting. And then one of them said something, uh, said, shut up to the other one or something. And I was like, Oh, there it is. Okay. We're not going to play this game anymore. So I went in there and I said, Hey, everybody hand me your tablet. And they looked at me like, why, why do we have to hand tablets? And I was like, Just hand them to me, please. I said, when dad gets up, we'll discuss further punishments. I said, But right now I said, because of your arguing and you guys cannot get along, which is something we have been working on with the two younger ones. I said, there's going to be no more tablets for the rest of the day. And I said, I don't raise my voice. I don't yell at them. I don't believe in it. I think I don't personally like being yelled at, even by my bosses to this day. So I'm not going to go and do that to someone, especially children. So I say in a straight tone of voice, hey, this is the problem. This is what you guys did. And this is the solution for it right now. So when my husband came back in, I was like, so my middle child is very, well, knows how to play dad, I guess. And she will be like, daddy, she took away my tablet. And so I said, before that happens, this is why. I did it and you can choose to give them back to them whenever I said, this is just a temporary solution to what I thought was the problem. And he agreed with me though. So if it like kind of like that, stuff is okay, but I don't think anything long-term. Like Him and Biomom decided when my 12-year-old stepson, he had kind of played them against each other because he does online school and he was not doing his schoolwork and that kind of thing. He said, well, he lied to them. And my husband has very much made it clear to the kids, we do not lie. We don't do that. It's one of his rules that he has taught the kids from, you know, birth to now, we don't lie. Mm -hmm. Even if it's going to get you in trouble, you don't lie. And he lied. He lied to Biomom he lied to my husband and he was like well I don't get any sleep at dad's house and then he's like and then he tells my husband well at mom's house this is what happens and that's why I can't do my homework or whatever and on some, he didn't get his phone he didn't get his xbox he didn't get any electronic and like I said my stepson is very big on his xbox so when that happens he's like crushed so he's like 7 30 and he's like I'm just gonna go to bed you know so I was like well you know what I came home and I was like well what just happened like I what did I walk into and he goes and he explained to me what happened and that was a bio mom and my husband decision I had nothing to do with that and I don't enforce it because that is my husband's job he made that decision he can enforce that and it's just little things like I said sometimes I'll catch it and sometimes he won't
0: right I want to go back for a second and talk about the bio mom's mom Mm -hmm. the only way she can see the stepkids is through y'all yes
1: like I said in the beginning of my beginning of our relationship, beginning of our marriage, my husband was brought to court quite frequently by um, his ex wife and her mom at the time. And her, I believe it's her current significant other, not too sure about that whole situation, but <laughs> it was her significant other at the time would be, always be at court with her. It'd be me and my husband, and they'd be, you know. She's very much like her mother. His ex-wife is very much like her mother. And it scares me where it's like, I don't trust her fully, but I trust her enough with the kids, you know what I mean? So it's like, I understand that those are her grandbabies and my mom is the same way. So she would, you know, they're not going to hurt. let them get hurt. She and ex-wife decided um uh, had a falling out and I guess it happens frequently is what my husband says, but this time it's lasted a little bit longer and she has told the kids you're not allowed to see grandma ever again. And grandma reached out to my husband and my husband was like, Well, this is the situation I'm put in. He's like, I don't believe that's right. Just because you and your daughter had a falling out does not mean that she does not get they do she does not get to see the kid. Mm -hmm. She's like, that's unrealistic. That's not healthy for the children. They didn't do anything to be put in that position. Just like through the divorce, they didn't do anything, their parents to get divorced. That's one thing that they have to realize. And we don't want them to be like, you know, scarred for life because well, apparently people just don't like each other. And I get the fallout for that. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. So she bought them their tablets or their laptops for their online school She has bought them christmas presents and birthday presents and stopped by for a couple hours, you know With lunches and for the kids just to spend a couple hours And so yesterday we were like, well, you know what she has been asking to have them over Let's let that happen for a couple hours and kind of go from there And she got a phone call that BioMom, I guess pinged my oldest phone and BioMom did not know where mom lived So she pinged the phone, found the, you know, went the whole nine yards and showed up at grandma's house and was like, she's going to take my children. She's going to kidnap my children and called the police and all this extra stuff. And grandma called my husband and was like, hey, I don't know what to do right now. Like, I'm not hurting them. The police have seen that. And thankfully, my husband knows this police officer and has dealt with him a few times. Like I said, my husband works in Juvenile corrections. So he knows him. And he was like, well, what's going on? And police officer was like, it's your parenting time. It's a civil matter. I'm not removing them because you have authorized grandma to watch the kid or to be around the kid. And he was like, okay, well, he had to tell bio mom to leave the premises, you know, like go away. And she was not happy. So she texted my husband and told my husband, Hey, obviously you can't be trusted. So we're going back to the parenting app that we were using. And they had fallen away from that because he thought, oh, well, she's relaxing. She's getting better. She's finally accepting things. Whenever things don't go right in her life, it becomes my husband's problem. So it is now my husband's problem again, I guess. And she, again, has said grandma is not not okay to see the kids. And he goes, you can't make that decision on my parenting time. And That's what it comes down to. Wow. So what
0: does your husband think of that?
1: With the whole grandma thing or the Uh, The bio mom being kind of very high conflict. The whole grandma
0: thing. I mean, if bio mom's going to get mad that he lets the kids go to her mom's house, is he going to continue to let them go to her house? Or is he going to be like, sorry, it's just not worth her trying to keep the kids from me?
1: That's funny because we did talk about that last night when we got home. We were like, okay, so let's recap today. Let's figure out what went wrong and what we're going to do the outcome. And he goes, I honestly do not care if they go to her house or if she comes over. He goes again. He had this conversation with her probably like three or four days ago. She had called him because one of the the kids had said, hey, we're going to go to grandma's on Sunday. And she was like, "Eh, excuse me. So she had called, texted him and he called her and he was like, listen, just because you're not in good standings with your mother does not mean my children do not going to see their grandmother. And that's how he has stayed with that process. Um, I believe that he said that his mother, because of the situation that happened with his mother and his older sister, uh, when, my, when his mother did pass, his older sister had withheld the kids and it devastated his mother. And he saw that and he was like, I don't want that to happen to my kids. Even if it's her mom, he goes, she looks out for them. She is excited to see them. She talks about them. She FaceTimes them anyway. So he is like, I don't see a problem. They were not in danger or anything. So he goes, why would I not let them see her? Right. So
0: I mean, I get that. And he's being nice and letting her see them. But I would think that if it's going to cause more issues with bio mom to where she's going to be harder on letting him have his time with the kids that he would kind of be like, uh, maybe I shouldn't
3: do that.
1: That's one thing we did bring up. I told him, I was like, well, you know how she is. Like, you know, that she will cause conflict in every sort of aspect in your life. Are you prepared for that aspect if this is what you want her to do? This is the path you're choosing to take. And he said, you know what? I would rather her be mad at me than my kids be disappointed. And I was like, no, I get that. Like, I get that. She wants to bring him to court all the time. And so he was like, You know what? If she brings me to court, I don't care. He goes, I doubt there's a judge in there that in this world that's going to say, No, you can't see her mother because on your parenting time. The judge has already said that him allowing family members, it's not first right refusal because it is a family member on his parenting time. So he is like, I don't see the problem in it. He went to the extreme of, well, you know what? If this is how she's going to play it, I'm going to, you know, just let the kids go every Sunday to go see her. uh, Do you really think that's a great idea? Do you really think that's a great idea? And he was like laughing about it. But I said, you know what? I'm going to let you make that decision. But he has told me, he's like, you know what? Coming over to the house, he doesn't really have a problem with her doing that. So that's probably how it's going to end up just for a little bit, just FaceTiming or her coming over for a couple hours and then leaving. Because she has said, I will try to get grandparent visitation rights if I cannot see the children.
0: Right. You can't blame her.
1: No, no, not at all. And when I had picked up the kids yesterday, my husband went in and talked to her um, by himself. And I was waiting in the car for the kids to come out. And the kids came out and I was waiting for my husband to come out. And she came out, the grandma came out and she was like, I am really sorry for everything that happened. And, you know, this, I just, he goes, she goes, I just, I just feel bad. I'm really sorry that you're having to go through this. And I was like, well, you know what? It's kind of crazy how the tables have turned, how grandma, who was against me in the beginning, has now seen... That I am not the evil stepmother that Biomom has made me out to be. So I said, you know what? It's not your fault. I said, you're not the one that should be apologizing. I said, I appreciate you trying to, you know, cover because it it's your daughter. But I was like, it, it is what it is. It's going to happen. There's always an event when it comes to Biomom. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's just so unfortunate.
1: Oh, yeah. I hear all these stories. And my best friend, she, like I said, she's been a stepmom for I want to say like 10 years and her stepson does not live with them. He gets like holidays and, you know, summers with them. And she told me that her bio mom had did not, you know, have a good situation going on. And bio mom, when she was actually pregnant with their daughter, she had to confront her, like talk to her like, hey, this is how it's going to be. Like my husband is no longer your husband. Like, you know, and she's like, maybe, maybe you just need to talk to her. And I was like, I have tried that. (laughs) I have been the nicest person I have been. You know, I said, but that's, that's where the nacho came in with that. I was like, you know what? You can deal with her because I do not need to deal with her. I said, you know, as long as you, you know, she does what she's supposed to do. And is, you can do what you need to do. And if you need my opinion, if you need love, you need support. I am here. <laughs> I would, you know, as far as the, for the kids sake, I would rather us be on the same page. Like as bio mom and myself, I don't see that happening anytime soon. And my best friend said it did take like 10 years. It took like five, six years before things actually smoothed over. Now she's good 10 years later with her. I was like, great. I got to wait 10 years before this happens. (laughs) Great. Well, it's one of
0: those things that may or may not ever happen. And you just have to keep on keeping
1: on. Mm-hmm. And some days it's a struggle. Some days I don't know my place. Some days I feel like, well, you know what? I'm not really much of a morning person. And my so my husband will get up with the kids in the morning. I am more of a, I will make sure you got your bath going. I'll make sure you get your pajamas, your stuff for school the next day. You know, I'll make the dinner. That's how I mostly contribute. And my husband does the morning stuff because he is more of a morning person. It stresses me out a little bit. It has made me feel a little unwanted because my seven-year-old and my nine-year-old will call or FaceTime bio mom, I'd be like, Hey, can you help me do something for my hair for school tomorrow? My nine year old is very much, you know, I have my hair has to be good and my clothes have to be perfect. I have to look a certain way to go to school. And I get that she's mine. You know, I'm gonna let her have that. But my husband has said, Well, you know what, you're not up to do her hair. So why can't bio mom? help her out with that. And that was one thing I struggled with was it's my time with them. You know, why am I not? And then I was like, well, you know what? I work late. I get it. She gets it. If bio mom wants to help with that and there's going to be no backlash or repercussions from it, I have no problem with it. Like I had to let myself like kind of talk myself through that. But then it made me feel like I was kind of an outsider in my own house. Like, okay, well, bio mom has them 50% of the time, if not sometimes a little bit more. And now this is happening. And I was like, man, is is it going to stop? Is it going to change? Is it, you know, so all these what ifs came through my head. And I was like, you know, I just kind of had to take a step back and tell my husband like, hey, he goes, no, they love you. They're you're important to them. And I was like, I don't I don't need to tell you to tell me all that. I need you to tell me why I feel like this, (laughs) you know. So he's like, well, if you want to, you can get up and help them, But, you know, that's not really your thing. And I was like, yeah. Right. But again, that's why I do other things with them. So maybe like kind of balance it out. Do you want kids of your own? I do. I, um, I'm Thirty-four. I, I was in the military for eight years when I joined when I was nineteen, and then um, I've done corrections for five, gone off and on with military police, and then I have corrections. It kind of all falls hand in hand with each other with law enforcement. I'm almost done with my degree, you know. So it was like a lot of things that my mother wanted me to do before I had kids and before I got married, and da 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 da. I did not expect to get married with three stepkids. That was not something that was in the cards, and my mom had constantly asked me, "Hey, are you ready for that?" It's hard for her. She does accept them, but she's like, well, you, I, I want you to have grandbabies for me. Like, I want my grandbabies. And I was like, well, eventually, because one of my sisters does have two kids and she's the only one out of six kids that has any kids. <laughs> so large family, you know, don't want kids as soon as possible, but I do want them now. And um, we're actually currently going through fertility treatments to try to figure out like some situations with that. I'm okay with having one. I want one. And he's like, I have to do this process all over again? What? And I was like, you know what? It's just one. It's just one. So, and, you know, knock on wood, the twins run in my family and all this other stuff. I'm like, please don't, please God, please God, don't only give me one child, not two. <laughs> so we do plan on having one probably within the next year. That is a whole other scary moment that I am not looking forward to. I just feel if she's, if Biomom is hung, had conflict with this now, what is she going to do when she finds out I'm pregnant or I'm having a baby? And my nine-year-old has already said that child is hers. So no matter what I have, it's going to be apparently my nine-year-old. It's going to be the nine-year-olds. Yeah. She- the
0: reason I ask you that is you made a comment a second ago that when the stepkid asked Biomom if they will do their hair in the morning and it's during your time. But I wonder if you're wanting a child is what makes you feel like that bio mom is imposing on your time with her kids because they are her kids.
1: Oh, yeah. I've had to realize that, too. I do understand that. And my husband doesn't really say that, but it's more of like my other stepmom friends. They'll be like, well, they're that's her kids too. You know that those those are the ones she birthed. The blending part of it was my husband trying to be like, well, there are kids. And I'm like, no, no, no. They're still your kids and her kids. I don't feel attacked when you say that because I do see that. I just I'm torn when it comes to that because I'm like, I'm not gonna like it's hard for me to get up because I just went to bed four hours ago. You know, my husband's like, well, that could be your bonding time. But Every time I have done her hair, she's yelled at me. She's said it's too tight or it's, you know, not what she wanted. So she ends up crying about it and it comes out anyways. I don't fight that fight, you know, that battle. And I just kind of pull the reins back and say, hey, throw my hands up in there and go, you know what? If it makes you happy, call on your mom, call your mom. Because I can't back and forth with that. Back and forth all the time with that. I know, and and you're right. So it, it is her child and she wants to do that. But the thing was, is right when, I think it stems back to when we first started dating too, she was not in a good position financially. She was not in a good position with her relationships. She was not in a good position with her, her housing situation. And just the situation she had put herself in after getting divorced from my husband was not good. And when we had the kids, we had to provide Christmas for them. Just the one family. So I feel like I had a better bond with them. And then she got financially stable. She got a house. She got a car. You know, her significant other was better at the time. Mm-hmm. There was a different one. So it was a better situation for her. So things have changed for her. And I said, you know what? I hope she does better. I hope she does, you know, financially and gets her life together because it's less conflict with us. And it seems to be going better when she's in a good spot. But To me, it it was like I took care of them. I did their hair. You know, we did family pictures. We went places. We just recently went to Disneyland right actually before COVID hit (laughs) and before it shut down. And she did not like that. And I was like, you know what? We planned all this out. And I feel like they're my kids, too, because I have done all that while she has not been anywhere near them. Yes, she got her life together. Yes. Yes, you can step back in into that role. But why can't you take that away from me now that you finally got your life together after you had your kids? Right. Kind of thing. And I'm like, it boggles my mind because I don't even have my own bio kids. And yet I can raise your kids better than you can because your life situation was crazy. Because you decided you weren't going to be the parent that you needed to be. Now she wants to be the parent that she wants to be? Mm. That's where I'm kind of like, hmm. That's where I kind of have that conflict, too.
0: Right. And I get that. I do. You care about these kids. You love these kids. You have been mom when mom wasn't able to be mom. Mm -hmm. But from a bio mom standpoint, and I'm just going to be honest with you, from a bio mom standpoint, if my son was at his dad's and his dad wasn't there and the stepmom made the comment of, well, no, you need to stay here because it's my time. Not your dad's time, but my time. I would be like, it's not your time. It's his dad's time. But at the same time, the relationship you have with them is great for the most part. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you're forcing yourself on them by any means. It's you slid into a role that they didn't have filled at a certain time in their life. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And maybe it's just the bio mom in me that I'd be like, no, honey, those aren't your kids. Those are my kids. Yeah. Well, I can definitely see that. Yeah. And, oh, no, you're not their mom and they're not going to call you mom because I'm mom. If they want to call you some other name that's similar to mom in a different language or something, maybe it wouldn't be so bad. And some people say, well, why would you be like that? Why would you not want your kid to feel like somebody else could be their mom? And it's because they're your babies. For nine months, they were yours, only yours. And there's something different about it. Mm -hmm. And I remember when my son's dad, I met his girlfriend, and I wanted her to be good to my kid. I wanted her to help take care of him. I trusted her to help take care of him more than I did his dad. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I didn't want her playing happy family with my kid.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. I agree. I I get where you're coming from.
0: (laughs) And I understand that somebody will go, oh, well, you need to quit being so selfish and that it needs to be about the kid. Well, yes, I will be selfish because that's my kid. Mm -hmm. But I don't expect stepmom to stay out of work when he's sick to take care of him either.
1: I get that. I definitely get that. And I have tried to put myself in her shoes, but like, you know, the whole calling me mom thing, that was their decision. And I said, you know what, if that's what you feel comfortable with, that said it in the beginning where if they wanted to call me Mal, they want to call me anything they want. As long as it's respectful, I'm good. Like I'm golden, but now you're going to sit here and call me mom. But when you're mad at me, not call me mom, you know? So it, it becomes a little confusing for me. Like, well, is that normal? And then with their mom actually stepping up and becoming a mother to them. And my husband has said it multiple times. And I don't know. And you know, there's two sides to every story. I don't know how 100% factual he is when it comes to that or if it's just what he sees or felt. But when they had the kids, he said that she had really bad postpartum and she was not there doing the raising of the kids. He was doing it. He was like, I woke up with him in the middle of the night. I did all the diaper changes. I made sure that if they were colicky or hungry or whatever the case may be, he goes, I took care of that. And that's one of his fears when we have one is that I'm going to be like she was. That she did not participate in the raising of that child. She was in bed the entire time and did not want to get out of bed. I told him, I said, that's postpartum most of the time. I said, that sometimes can happen. I said, she just needs to go to the doctor, you know, and get it figured out. And he was like, well, I'm afraid that's going to happen with you. You know, that's going to be the reason you're not going to help me raise this child. And I was like, "Uh, no, that's my child. I'm going to help raise that child. This is the child I've wanted to have. So, yes, I'm going to be 110% into that. Right. And I can see where it would be like, okay, well, now that I've got my life together, why she getting called mom and getting the perks of being a mother to my children, you know, even though she's just my ex-husband's wife, I can get that. But it's frustrating when you all of a sudden want to come back into their lives. She saw them. Don't get me wrong. She had visitation with them but she had no home. She had no car. Just a lot of things that went in with that, having a really bad relationship, an abusive relationship around the children. So to me, it was like, well, you're putting those children in more danger than you are helping them. And my husband agreed with me. And that was one of the things that we were like, okay, well, you can come over to the house and see the kids. And it was his sister's house. So it wouldn't be at our house, you know? So it was in a neutral zone, you know, kind of thing. And now you want to actually participate because they're getting older. Like you couldn't be their mother when they were little and babies. And now that they're getting older, you want to be their mother. That's where I come from with that.
0: Right. Like, mm. and I get that. And it's like, it's not fair to you. Mm -hmm. You have done everything that their mother should have been doing, but that doesn't negate that she's their mother. And you know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But something you said clicked with me those kids call you mom until they get mad at you. When they get mad at their mom, they don't call her anything but mom. Mm -hmm. And it's because...
1: That's a mother.
0: Right. That's a mother. Right. And by no means am I saying that your role in their life isn't important. I think you know that. I think that you're an awesome stepmom. And it has been great that you have stepped up when mom couldn't or didn't. But... It puts you in a bad situation because now that she's, quote, quote, back Mm -hmm. and things are better, it's kind of like, oh, well, thanks for taking care of my kids. We don't need you anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And that's not fair to you.
1: Mm -mm. My husband sees that. My husband has made comments about that. And he's like, you have a role. This is your role. You're my wife and you're their stepmother. Like that's your role.
0: Right. And I'm glad that your husband is so supportive of you. I just hate that. I know emotionally, this has to have been a roller coaster for you.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's days where I'm just like, I'm crying all day. And he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, you don't understand. You won't get it. And he was like, I was like, you're not a step parent. I said, you've never been a step parent. I said, you won't ever understand where I'm coming from. Right. And he's not
0: a female. Nope, nope, not at all. (laughs) And the fact that you're wanting kids, I think it just intensifies your mothering to them.
1: It it does. And, you know, and some days it's like I said really good. And then some days it's like I have to walk on eggshells because I don't know, especially when they come back from her house. When they come back from bio mom's house, it's like, what happened? What was said about us? You know, what was done about us? I mean... What was, you know, said that, is she going to be upset? You, the girls used to cry every single time we picked them up from bio mom's house, every single time. And my husband was like, why are you crying? And they're like, because we miss mom. Or they want to call her the night that we pick them up that morning, that night, they want to call her. And we're like, you literally just saw her like six hours ago. Like, why do you want her to call her? And they're like, we miss mom. And it's like, I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, they're little. So I have to kind of sit that, put that in my head. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. That does not make sense to me. (laughs) But they, you know, they're little. They don't know what's going on. They know that mom and dad are not together. And I think my nine-year-old has tried to kind of hint around, oh, eventually dad and mom will be back together. And I have looked at her. My husband's looked at her and gone, this is my wife. This is who I'm with. And she just like, she kind of looks at him like, I I don't get it. I don't get it.
0: Has bio mom ever said anything to you about them calling you mom or to your husband about them calling you mom?
1: I believe a while ago, we've been married almost, almost two years, like a year and a half to almost two years. When we first started dating, they weren't calling me that. And when we got married, I think she said something to them. My daughter said something to me, the younger ones. They said, this was probably like a year ago maybe less. And they said, well, mom doesn't like us calling you mom. She gets mad when we do it. And I was like, well, you don't have to call me mom in front of her. Like, you know, I'm not trying to hurt her feelings. Cause like you said, it's like, those are her kids. I'm not trying to be that one that, you know, to hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. And they have said, well, she just doesn't like you and she doesn't like you with dad. And They used to tell me things like that all the time. And I'd be like, oh, well, that's not really her choice. I get it. But I'm like, here, you can call me whatever you want. But don't call me mom and then don't call me mom. You know what I mean? Like it's, you're playing with my emotions here, lady. What do you want?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And see, I think that I would have a big issue with that too. If I was in your place, I would say, you can't just call me mom when I'm being nice to you. Mm -hmm. You know, either you call me mom or you don't. But again, they're kids. And David's kids, they would never call me mom. I wouldn't have felt comfortable with them calling me mom. And again, that may be because I'm a bio mom. Mm. And I am curious about some things that I feel like you will change your mindset on when you have a baby.
1: That has been a very big topic in my relationship with my husband is that he's like, well, I don't want you to treat my kids different because of our kid. You know, I said, well, I'm afraid the same thing that you're going to treat my child different than you treat your kids.
0: He will. More than likely, because he'll have guilty parent syndrome when it comes to his kids because he doesn't have them all the time and your kid will be there all the time. And you will feel differently about your kid than you do the stepkids, no matter how much you love them.
1: I kind of know that one was going to come and I kind of have that feeling that was going to happen with that one. And I'm like, uh, I don't want him to be like, well, why are you treating my kids different? Why are you treating my kids different? He goes, they're older now, they can help. And then I, that's where I'm kind of trying to train my mindset okay well you know what they'll be able to help me more they're older they'll be able to help me more with little things around the house you know when I can't do it because the baby or whatever you know the case may be and that's where I'm, I'm trying to like train myself to say hey you know what they're just going to be more helpers they're just going to be bigger helpers. And it just makes me nervous for that whole, are they going to be happy when they find out we're having a baby? Are they going to be upset about it? They're going to want to tell everybody. So obviously they're going to run and tell bio mom. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Is he going to get more trouble? (laughs) You know, I don't want my husband to have to go through more than he has already gone through.
0: Right. Now here's the thing though, as long as you're aware of things, it'll be easier. So, for instance, you being aware of, hey, my stepkids might feel left out when we tell them we're having a baby. Just include them in stuff. No, I'm not saying let them name your kid or dictate certain things, but just allow them to be a part of it and keep hyping up the fact of, oh, they're going to be the best big brother or big sister.
1: Well, I, I know I told my husband when we find out, I want to do like the shirts that say big sister, big brother, you know, on a... I was like, and I want to do like, you know, some little surprise where like gender reveal, help them with, help them help me with that, you know, that sort of thing, just so they can be involved.
0: Right. And bio mom doesn't have any other kids, does she?
1: Uh, She can't. Okay. She can physically not do that anymore. So.
0: (laughs) Okay. It's definitely going to be a change for them.
1: And it is going to be a change for you. And it's going to be a change
0: for your husband. But you just have to remember that he is going to probably be different with your hours child because. That child is there all the time and his kids aren't.
1: Yeah. And well, he definitely had guilty parent syndrome when we first moved in together. I thought more, I guess, because even though we were dating, I didn't really see it that often. But then when we moved in together, I really saw it. like his son being the oldest, he would do things for him. Like instead of like the normal nine-year-old, 10-year-old doing stuff like getting their own bowl of cereal in the morning, you know, things like that, or little chores here and there he would be like, no, 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 they don't have to do it. No, 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 I got that. No, no, no. But he would overexert himself in things that he didn't need to do that is helping them get better with building on that, you know, for them to help them in future aspects. And I'd be like, no, 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 he can do it. He's old enough. And he was like, no, 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 I'll do it. I'll just, I'll just do it. It's easier. And I saw it a lot with his oldest, especially. was Well, he went through a lot with a divorce. That was his excuse for everything. Well, he went through a lot.
0: Mallory, Mm -hmm. I've got to have you back on here when your kid's 10 years old. (laughs) And the reason I'm saying that is because David's kids, I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're old enough to fix their own cereal. What are you doing? They need to have that responsibility. Then here I am when my child hits that age. And I'm like, what you want for breakfast, honey? (laughs) Like, I got this. I got this here. Do you want pancakes? Do you want waffles? I'm telling you, it's going (laughs) to change. And you are going to say, oh my gosh, Lori told me about this. You are going to be foot and mouth syndrome for a while.
1: Yeah. I have a feeling that's going to happen just because even things that my husband has said, well, get ready for this or this is going to happen. I'm like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. And then I turn around. I'm like, oh crap. He was right. Like, that's going to happen. Like, I know that's going to (laughs) happen. And he's like, I'm going to be like, I told you so, but I don't want to tell you I told you so.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what? You can call me and I'll tell you I told you so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will need somebody. You know, I have a very supportive best friend who likes to be like, you know what? I told you that. I told you that was going to happen, you know? And I was like, you're right. Like, and my husband's like, well, at least she'll listen to you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things that we're like, oh, no, kind of like the blend. David and I prepare for the blend, and we're like, we got this. We got this. Oh, no, 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 no. Nobody can tell you until it happens to you. Just like me telling you that you're going to love your kid differently, there's probably part of you going, yeah, I can see why I might would. But then there's a part of you going, no, but I love these kids. Mm -hmm. But once you have that baby in your arms, there is nothing like it. And it's not lowering your level of love for your stepkids. It's just a different kind of love.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see the difference. I'm excited to see what, how the dynamics going to change. I mean, like you weren't wrong when you said you were prepared for this blend and everything. And we kind of did the same thing. He was like, are you ready? And I was like, I'm the oldest of six. I got this. i used to babysit. I said, I had dated guys in the past that had one or two kids. I said, I'm good. Like, I got this. And then they moved in, and I was like, No, 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 I don't got this. Like, this is a lot. (laughs) And he was like, I told you to be ready. And I was like, You didn't tell me this and this and that was going to happen. Situations that happen, I'm like, Go ask your dad. (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. (laughs) I was going to say, You just can prepare. You can say, Hey, this is what we're going to do. This is where gonna happen hey this is gonna happen and then when it happens you're just like <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's definitely gonna be interesting and then I'm also gonna ask you in 10 years when we have this conversation or you know what we probably won't even have to wait that long for this conversation but <laughs> I'll say okay Mallory how would you feel if your husband and you split up and your baby started calling stepmom mom You'd be like, oh, heck no,
1: girl. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely see it. And that's why I said I understand that a lot of things are going to change. I'm more concerned about like the kids and that transition as well. Like, oh, well, my younger brother or sister has both parents. Why can't we, you know, kind of thing. Why, why do they get to the, have both parents and we don't? And that's where I'm just like, I don't want those feelings from them, like resentful feelings from them coming my way or towards, my husband or my child. Right. That's where it's going to be a little bit stressful. But I mean, like, I think I keep telling myself, we've gotten this far. We've gotten this far. I think we can do it. I think we can do it.
0: (laughs) You can definitely do it. And you're going to be good at it. But you're going to have some (laughs) little hurdles here and there. And you're also going to have those moments where you're like,
1: ah, now I understand. The aha Uh moments. (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. definitely see that. I definitely see that. But no, you're definitely right with the whole um, bio mom getting hurt. Maybe, maybe that's it. I just I wish you would communicate with me like, hey, this is how I feel about you. Say, the kid saying that, you know, this is why, you know, and instead of lashing out to my husband, lashing out to, you know, about me or lashing out to anyone who's around her because she's mad at that situation. But she has also tried to be a lot like me. Like one of the parent teachers, she showed up. She was with the kids and we were with the kids too. We showed up for um I think it was me at the teacher night and she had a ring on her finger and we all knew she was not anywhere near getting engaged or married to her significant other and she did it because she wanted to like oh look what I got you know and she was like purposely like pointing her hand out I was laughing I was laughing the entire time afterwards I was like he's like oh my gosh I can't believe she just did that but she would also like step up her game by like the whole hair doing thing that I used to do I used to do that so she started doing it the way they look nice. When we would pick them up, when you used to pick them up, when she was going through her issues, they looked like a hot mat. She wouldn't bathe them during her weekends. She wouldn't, you know, make sure they were clean or anything. I had read somewhere that if you make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, they will follow in suit. They will try to step up their game because they see what you're doing. And because of the things that I was doing, she was started doing it. And I was like, I don't know whether to be impressed or kind of weirded out. Mm -hmm. I'm happy because the kids are happy. You know what I mean? But it was kind of like, "Eh." why does she keep doing things that I'm doing? Why is she copying me? And my husband's like, well, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. And I was like, no, no, no. It's weird. This is weird. Something's going on. (laughs) But, you know, it was what it was. And I think it's she's kind of fallen into her own as well. Like, where does she fit in now? And I can understand that, but I wish she would, again, communicate that with me. Be like, hey, you know what? This is how I'm feeling when they call you mom in front of me. My seven-year-old, when she said that, bio mom's face was priceless. Like, it was like, (gasps) why would you call her such a sort of thing, you know? And my seven-year-old was, like, looking at her like, oh, crap, I just messed up, (laughs) you know? And I don't want them to think, oh, well, I did a bad thing by calling my stepmom mom in front of my bio, you know, my real mom. Right. And you also
0: don't want them to feel like that they have to lie to their mom.
1: Exactly. And I told them that I said, we don't lie. They know we don't lie. I said, if she asks you something, which she likes to probe a lot, hence, you know, the whole grandma situation. So she probes and the kids aren't going to lie. And we've told them that. Do not lie. Like if your parent asks you a question or, you know, you need your teacher, you be respectful. and You don't lie. It's hard to explain to them like you don't want to hurt people's feelings at the same time. Right. And that's kind of the borderline where we're trying to like explain to like the older one, like, hey, don't want to hurt mom's feelings. By not saying certain things is going to, you know, make mom feel better. We wouldn't want to hurt her feelings. Right they don't get that. So it, right now it's like, uh, like I wish you would get older and understand that. But you know, they don't. So it is what it is. But I don't want to hurt her feelings. But at the same time, I, I don't really care for the lady either. So it's like, well, you know what, that's their mom. I have to be respectful. But my way of being respectful is just not acknowledging Her words and the way she treats my husband, like, I will make sure my husband's okay. I'll be like, you good? Do you need to talk about it? If we need to talk about it, I'll let him vent, and then we'll close the subject and move on. Because if if I don't, I'll harp on it, especially when she brings me into it, because she's mad.
0: Right. Mallory, it has been great having you as a guest on our podcast.
1: Oh, I appreciate it so much.
0: I really can't wait to talk to you in the future. And it's not because (laughs) I want to say I told you so. (laughs) I want you to be able to explain to our listeners the difference in how your mentality changed.
1: I have a feeling it's going to be a very big difference. I'm going to get on here and go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and lovingly, I'll say, told you so, told you so.
1: <laughs> my husband will probably be in the background being like, "Yeah, she was right. She uh-huh. was right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't doubt it at all.
0: <laughs> well, you just keep being the awesome stepmom you are and you keep loving those kids and I wish the best for you and your husband on your sweet baby.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. And definitely keep
0: in touch and let me know when you have a sweet baby or you get pregnant so I can... Make a little note of when to contact you.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Be like, oh, this is a duty. Okay, about three weeks into that. <laughs> be like, okay,
0: she just had the baby yesterday. I wonder if it's too soon to call her and ask her if she loves <laughs> the baby like she did the stepkids.
1: Is it different yet? Is there any difference yet? <laughs>
0: I'll be like, okay, Mallory, how are you feeling? <laughs>
1: I'm still in the hospital, so we'll go from there.
0: <laughs> be like, But you love that baby more, don't you? Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. Oh, it's going to be great.
1: Oh, oh, it should definitely be interesting.
0: It will. Well, you keep in touch, and thanks again for being a guest.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, and I really appreciate your podcasts and all that you continue to put out. Well, thank you so much. That means a lot. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye. <laughs>
0: One thing that Mallory brought up that I think is very important to address is that her stepkids call her mom, except for when they are mad at her. Hmm. No, no, little Johnny. You going to call me mama? You going to call me mama when you love me and when you hate me. (laughs) You want to call me Mal because you like that name better? Then you going to call me Mal all the time. But it just goes to show you, you're not the mom. Because they don't call mom Betty when they're mad at her. They still call her mom. They say, I hate you, mom. <laughs> they don't say, I hate you, Betty.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think my kids have ever called me by my real name. By your real name? My my given name. Your birth name? Yeah. yeah they call me all sorts of forms of the word dad. Padre. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You feel like you are the mom. Right. You take care of them. They Mm -hmm. call you mom. You call them your kids. But as soon as you upset little Susie's apple cart, then you are now
3: Mallory. Yeah. You you know that saying where they're like, yeah, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, quacks like a duck, whatever. Right. That doesn't work for stepmom. Like they look like a mom. They act like a mom. They walk like a mom. They ain't, but, a, they ain't a mom. But they're not a mom. <laughs> or you might be a mom to your own kids, but you're not a mom to the other kids. Right.
0: And I'm not being disrespectful at all. When I say this, it's reality, people. Yeah.
3: That's just legit.
0: Yeah. Now, even my family is messed up as we are. And you are. Like my sister, for some reason when I had my son, and my sister came to see him, I said, "Meet your uncle Don." <laughs>
3: I remember that.
0: I don't know where that came from. I don't either, but she liked it. She liked it, and it (laughs) stuck. I know. She wanted to be called Uncle Don. So when my sister moved in at a place near us, my son made her a note that said, Welcome home, Uncle Don. (laughs) So my sister's Uncle Don. And then we decided when my niece had a baby that Jackson would be that baby's uncle. Because he doesn't have any siblings to have kids, except for the stepbrothers. Well, you can call him uncle.
3: Yeah. Doesn't make him uncle.
0: So, but you see what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. Your family's crazy.
0: My family's crazy.
3: Okay. We've established that. Let's move forward.
0: And we can change the names of <laughs> yeah. whatever.
3: Right. So, But it
0: doesn't change the fact that Uncle Don was a female <laughs> and should have been Aunt Dawn.
3: <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that you're... Cousin can't also be your uncle unless you live in the South. (laughs) (laughs) Great,
0: David. You just offended about half of our listening audience. Sorry, I live in the South,
3: and I have a cousin that married his cousin. (laughs) He did, y'all.
0: He ain't lying. Oh, we're
3: getting off on a tangent. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Well, we need to see if people really listen to this part. No, we need to keep going (laughs) before i get in trouble.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. So anyway, we have a lot coming up in the new year, Mm -hmm. and we are excited to share those things with you, Yep, but we're not going to tell you now. That's right. We ain't that excited. It's a secret. (laughs) I'm not going to give away the quote, quote, presents before present time.
3: Oh, yeah. Can not do that?
0: Yeah. All right, David, you got anything else to say to our listeners? Bye. David, tell them Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry
3: Chroma. Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas from the family. Yeah.
3: And to those of you who don't like stuff to be correct, happy holidays.
0: Don't say it like that. (laughs) We have some Jewish listeners. Happy Hanukkah. Okay. And we have some people that don't believe in anything. Have a good day. We do want to tell you that we appreciate you listening to our podcast, and we appreciate all of the people that are guests on our podcast.
3: Yep. And we look forward to you listening in the new year of 2021 all folks that's today's podcast episode thanks for listening and catch us again next week for another amazing episode where we talk about the craziest things to help you and your blend so remember (laughs) Lori and myself she's looking at me crazy (laughs) life is always good when you
2: nacho thanks for listening to this episode of the nacho kids podcast find us online at nachokids.com until next time remember Life is good when you not show.